This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute an advertisement. Views expressed are those of the individuals and not necessarily the views of Toma Bravo or its affiliates. Toma Bravo funds generally hold interest in the companies discussed. This podcast should not be construed as an offer to solicit the purchase of any interest in any Toma Bravo fund. Hi, I'm Seth, managing partner at Toma Bravo, and this is Beyond the Deal. I'm here with president and CEO of Flexera, Jim Ryan. Jim? This is an opportunity for me to ask you some questions about your inspirations in business, your career, and life. But if listeners want to hear more about Flexera and how our partnership came together, have a listen to our full episode of Behind the Deal. In case people are joining without having heard that episode, Jim, tell us about Flexera. Sure. Um, So we're in the business of what we call technology value optimization. And at the macro level, what you heard me say is that there's there's $2.3 trillion worth of technology being spent on software, hardware, and cloud services. And up to 30% of that is wasted spend. 20 to 40% of that is technically obsolete hardware and or software, which also represents a, a risk. Mm-hmm. And Flexera is in the business of going into the world's largest companies and identifying what they're using in all of those different areas of cloud, SaaS, and, and on-prem. And we help uh, them optimize that to save them hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, and su- very successfully at that. Uh, you know, one really interesting thing about your career, obviously, you... Um, you know, you you started um, in sales and were the head of sales at Flexera before c- becoming CEO. That transition, which you've done incredibly successfully, um, maybe talk a little bit about that and um, how hard was that? How easy was that? Yeah. What were some of the biggest lessons learned with that transition? It, it was... It was harder than I thought. I, I thought that um, I was going to be able to transition quite easily. I had started at the company in 1998 and slid into the CEO role in 2016, so 18 years. And yeah. everybody knew me, and I had great relationships with people in all aspects of the company. I had been uh, living overseas for seven years on two expat assignments. I had I had street cred, or at least I thought I had street credibility with everybody. And and while that's true, I did have street credibility. I had street credibility as the rainmaker and the head of sales, which is different from being the president and CEO and and the role that 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 requires. And I had to work really hard with engineers in particular, but engineers and product managers and financial types to to get them to appreciate and really believe that I was there to lead them as well and that I wasn't playing favorites and creating a sales dominated company. And I I thought I was going to be able to do that very quickly. And that that actually took probably a year or two to to really stick to it and spend the time with all those other non-sales constituents. I I sound like a politician now, right? But but prove that I'm a CEO for all functions, not just the sales function. Well, great job because um, it's obviously worked. And uh, you're a quick learner, a quick study, and open-minded. So that's one way to get there. You know, Marcel, we, we talked in the podcast about Marcel Bernard being such a great mentor. We all learned a lot, I think, on this investment. Um, what were what were some of the, you know, top one or two things that you remember from those early days with Marcel, you know, that you still maybe go back to today as you're running the business? 
it's you know there's some some phrases uh, marcel this is a bad accent but it's it's all about the bookings jim it's all about the bookings <laughs> um you know, most of the problems at this company can be solved by one thing and one thing alone, <laughs> and that's that's more bookings. Uh, and, you know, I also remember the first board meeting that Mark and I sat in on, and Marcel said something to the effect of, when you're hitting your numbers, board meetings are easy and short. When you're off your board, when you're off your number, there's not enough trees in the Brazilian rainforest for us to produce enough reports to understand why. Yeah. And what I what I tell them, my current sales team and and everybody else is CEOs have targets too, and 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 those are just two things. I, I could go on. I, I learned it was a master class in in business that uh, that I learned from Marcel. I, I mean, he is top of the list when I when I think of people that have helped me become a better professional and a better executive. All right, last question. If you weren't the CEO of Flexera, mm-hmm. what would you be doing? If I had never gotten into technology? Yeah, never gotten into technology. Yeah. What uh, What was your alternative career path? I was, I, well, at one point I was going to be a dentist and I was going to be a lawyer and I ended up in sales. But um, I, I would be a translator at the United Nations for French. Parlez-vous français? On peut, mais malheureusement, je n'ai pas l'opportunité <laughs> d'utiliser la langue chaque jour. Ah, c'est dommage, n'est-ce pas? C'est très bien. La majorité des Américains sont stupides. <laughs> Jim, thanks so much for being here today on Beyond the Deal. Uh, we appreciate your time and I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Back at you. Uh, thanks for having me. Thanks to everybody over at TB that uh, has been with us for 15 years. It's not something we take for granted. And uh, same thing, I value our friendship very much. Behind the Deal, we'll be taking a brief break over the holiday season, but we'll be back to our regular schedule the first week of the new year. Certain statements about Toma Bravo made by portfolio company executives are intended to illustrate Toma Bravo's business relationship with such persons, rather than Toma Bravo's capabilities or expertise with respect to investment advisory services. Portfolio company executives were not compensated in connection with their podcast participation, although they generally receive compensation and investment opportunities in connection with their portfolio company roles, and in certain cases are also owners of portfolio company securities and or investors in Toma Bravo funds. Such compensation and investments subject podcast participants to potential conflicts of interest.